the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. I'm ready to talk with you about Black History Month. Are you ready to talk to me? Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well, out of the studios of WAVA out of Arlington, Virginia. And, of course, my mobile studio here in Columbia, Maryland. How in the world are you today? Thanks for listening on WAVA as well as those of you who are watching me wave at you right now through the screen at uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Why don't you follow me on all the social platforms at Anderson Speaks. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is indeed fair game, so prepare for that on Saturdays, a special edition for the weekends. And then if you don't have a place to worship, you can always join me as the pastor of Bridgeway Community Church uh, in Columbia, Maryland, also a campus in Owings Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland. You're more than welcome to join us. Why don't you check out what we're doing at bridgeway.cc. Today we're talking about Black History Month, and here's the question. Should we continue to celebrate Black History Month? Should we continue to celebrate Black History Month? Why do we celebrate Black History Month? And for people who may not be African-American, they may wonder why do we need a special month to uh, to celebrate the history of African-Americans. And so uh, maybe that would be good for us to talk about. Also, even as African-Americans, um, do you feel like this is a month that uh, we still need, uh, a time of celebration and recognition uh, in the country of America, or is it sort of a time where we uh, can say that uh, you know we don't need to focus one month on it? We should maybe focus all the time on it uh, every day uh, as a part of all over American history, you know, as opposed to just one aspect of one ethnic group of Americans. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I'd love to hear you kick around the ideas a little bit and. It is, is a tough topic, but every time you get to Black History Month, there are all, oftentimes uh, great celebrations, and at the same time, others who are saying, what's that about? Why? 
Uh, and what about maybe what about us? What about me? That sort of thing. So let's have that conversation because guess what? You've got uh, believers and unbelievers alike who might be thinking about the topic and maybe there's a way to think about it Christianly or even as a what I call gracist. So having said all that, I'm going to give you my number, dial for a word of prayer, open up my phone lines, and you can give a call even now at this number, 888-432-7434. That is my number live right here in my mobile studio. You can call me now. This is a call-in talk show. That number again is 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888 888- Four, three, bridge. Should we continue to celebrate Black History Month? Yes, no, or maybe I have another idea. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for uh, all those who have gone before us in many different colors, classes, and cultures. But specifically this month, uh, we do lift up uh, those who have uh, worked really hard to get us to a place of uh, better equality and equity in our country. And we do celebrate those who have gone before us. Would you, in the name of Jesus, bless today's show. Give us understanding. We commit it over to you now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Black History Month. Well, you know, it is a month that celebrates the rich culture and heritage, the triumphs, as well as the adversities that are an indelible part of our country's history. This year's theme, which I really didn't know there was a theme for each Black History Month, but this year's theme is Black Health and Wellness, paying homage to medical scholars and health providers. Did you all know about that, that each each year there's a sort of a theme? Well, there's much more to say about Black History Month, of course, critics have long argued that black history should be taught and celebrated year round and not just one month of the year. We'd really love to hear your thoughts on it. Okay, my number once again, 888-432-7434. If you have a question you want to ask me about it, let's talk about it right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let's kick the show off in Silver Spring, Maryland with Miss Lucy who's on the line. Hello, Miss Lucy. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Alive and grateful, my friend. Amen to that. How are you? <laughs> Makes two of us, doesn't it? <laughs> Alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What do you think about today's topic? Definite yes. Okay. We need to have Black History Month. We need to have Black History Decade because white people like me, we cannot experience we cannot understand the the depth and and the the hurt and the damage that's been done to our african-american brothers and sisters over the centuries Mm. hundreds of years so so um and and when i worked in a cafe um, my boss would always say we need to educate 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 never stop training never stop learning and and every time I watch Keep Your Eyes on the Prize on Channel 32, you know, mm-hmm. this week there's some good stuff on PBS. Every time I watch the same broadcast, I pick up some nuance, something mm-hmm. new that I did not even know about, like on a alert level or logical level. But then it makes me get to a deeper level to understand, like – on the feeling level or on the 
human psychology level or something. Mm-hmm. And I need this information. And I thought I was pretty well educated, you know, in Montgomery County. I, I learned history, didn't learn a lot of black history, but I love the history that I did learn. Interesting. So I'm into history. Well, it really, uh, well, blesses my heart to hear you say this as a as a white woman it says to me that you really want you you see black history month as a time of education as a time of learning things that you hadn't learned before as well as it sounds to me as a time of of empathy to really get a sense of what many have gone through that may be a different color and had a different experience than you so i i think that that is really um uh, admirable, and I'm grateful for it. And thank you for for sharing your thoughts today. Okay, Miss Lucy. Okay, thank you. Blessings, God bless. Blessings back to you. When I come back from my commercial break, I'm taking your phone calls. So, Woodbridge, Virginia, Fairfax, Virginia, Washington D.C. I'm coming to you. Don't go anywhere. We're talking about Black History Month. Should we continue to celebrate it, or should we now move away from it into maybe a year long? as a part of overall history, or maybe something different. You might have a question, a comment about it. I'm right here. It's Call and Talk on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You're not afraid to take any topic. Uh, You are very humble. And um, it's just give us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. So it's amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserve to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. It's not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hey, Prince George's. Everyone is getting their COVID-19 vaccine and booster. Here's why. We wanted to make sure the kids were safe and we kept my parents safe who live with us. You know, to get things back to normal. That was a choice I had to make. I wanted, like I said, to protect my family, protect myself. Like I said, we want to end COVID. And whatever we must do, whatever shot we must take, we must fight. Prince Georgians, let's get our children vaccinated and get our booster shot so we can all be proud to be protected. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. 
The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu-Hailu, a current Doctor of Philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Black History Month. Should we continue it? Should we do something different? Love to hear from you. My number, 888-432-7434. Talked to Lucy earlier from Silver Spring, Maryland. She said it was uh, Black History Month was good for her learning as a white woman, and, and she's still learning stuff even as she watches documentaries and things of that sort. So uh, thank you for that. Maybe you have a different view. Maybe you have a same view or you have a question about it. Just give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. Anonymous is in Woodbridge, Virginia. Let me go there. Hi, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, I am excited um, to encourage Black History Month, not only month, rather, but all year round. It should be ingrained in the history books for the youth, for the elderly, um, for the community as a whole, because Black history, oh, let me say, let me rephrase it. Black people or people of color have provided so many resources and provided so much of the economics that we have the opportunity of enjoying today that everyone should know about it, and it shouldn't yeah. be limited to just one month. Uh-huh. And just really quick to backtrack with one thing that you had the other day on your um, show regarding the N-word, I think that is something that we should continue to encourage our youth and any other person not to use because, Mm -hmm. again, knowledge is power. The more we know, the better we can be informed. And the word tells us my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And if we do not empower each other with history, then it will repeat itself. Look at you. You done brought up a, a old topic. That means you've been listening, haven't you? <laughs> Absolutely. I was on hold for that call a long time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't get through, but I'm excited. You made it through the day. You made you it through. You really sparked interest um, yeah. to your callers, and I'm very glad to listen to you every day because you are very insightful, and you inspire individuals to think outside of the box, and because mm. of that, it can help create healthy conversations, dialogues across the table, across the aisles, from church to church, regardless of the color. Yeah. And I think it's necessary so that we can, we're one body in Christ. And, yeah. and I think it's necessary that we have to embrace it as a culture. And once that is, God is not a division. He's not a God of division. There's mm. not a white section, a black section, a section, a section, a section. <laughs> we are all one. That's right. And if we can open our eyes, we will get so much further in life and just love on each other. I like but it. But thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. That's Anonymous from Woodbridge, Virginia. Please call me anytime. I love talking to her. She's all right with me. I'm glad you listen all the time. Thank you for reminding us even of last week's show. Well, what do you all think? Black History Month. Continue it. 
um, make it just a part of every day history? Should we do something different? Or uh, did y'all know, though, that they do a theme every year? I didn't realize that until we did some research. So this year's theme is Black Health and Wellness, uh, which is paying homage to, like, medical scholars and health care professionals and things of that sort. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Do you know where it comes from? Who's the father of black history? Do you know that answer? I'd love for you to call and tell me that. If you're going to Google it, well, don't do that because, well, we already did that. (laughs) I can tell you the research on it. So it was uh, Carter G. Woodson, known as the father of black history, who first set out in 1926, that was the year my dad was born, to designate a time to promote and educate people about black history and culture According to W. Marvin uh, Dulaney, he's a historian and the president of the Association of the for the Study of African American Life and History. But uh, Carter G. Woodson envisioned a week-long celebration to encourage the coordinating of teaching black history in public schools. He designated the second week of February as Negro History Week. That's what it was called. It was a week, and it was the second week. Do you know why it was the second week? Well, I'll let you call me and tell me why. If not, I'll tell you on the other side of the show in the second half of the show. Let me go to David. He's in, uh, let's see, he's in Fairfax, Virginia. I thought it was Ashburn. It's Fairfax, Virginia. Hi, David. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I live in Ashburn, but I work in Fairfax. I'm driving uh, home, so. Got it, got it. Okay, I got you. How are you? Yeah, what are you thinking? So, you know, I'm, I'm truly blessed. Uh, I have been listening to the last couple of callers, especially Anonymous from uh, Woodbridge. I am smiling right now because, I mean, I, I just wanted to call, you know, and, and say, yes, we totally need to be celebrating Black History Month Uh I mean, every opportunity that we have, I think it's it's impossible to separate black history from American history right. and American history. Right. And uh, there's just so much richness, especially in the DMV area uh, that we uh, uh, It's one of the reasons I live in this area. I mean, not, not just for blacks, but, you know, just the diversity of the culture and everything. I, I just, yeah. I love it. And to, to minimize that in any way or to... Uh, take it away. I, I think that would be a shame. So, yes. Nice. Yes, we need to celebrate Black History Month. I love it. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, David, I appreciate you taking the call, time uh, to call in. Thanks for being a part of the show today, okay? All right. God bless you. Thank you. Blessings back to you. That's David from uh, Fairfax, Virginia, lives in Ashburn, Virginia. He gives a hearty yes to it. Well, you know what? I think that uh, we can learn a lot from from one another. And if Black History Month is about celebrating and honoring um, the history of African Americans, then I do think that it can be something where black people themselves learn about their people that they didn't know, but also those who might not be African Americans, but they're Americans and they do want to know. And this is a rich way to be able to celebrate, uh, celebrate and lift up and honor. Remember the seventh saying of a gracist. There are seven sayings, seven principles or standards, and the seventh one is, I will celebrate with you. And so as gracist, we celebrate with one another. I celebrate with you. You celebrate with me. We can learn and lift up one another. So hopefully you have these thoughts as well. I'm sure that there's a diversity of thought out there, but I thought it'd be worth bringing it to the microphone. Because sometimes things happen upon us, like Black History Month happens upon us. I have nothing to do with it. I'm not engaged. It's just happening to us. 
Today's topic gives us an opportunity to talk about it, to engage it. What does it mean for you? You know, whether white or or black or Asian or Hispanic. So far, out of my three calls, Lucy and David are white, uh, anonymous, uh, is, is a black female based on the things that she was saying. And so isn't it interesting that we can, if we learn to celebrate one another, we can be gracious. We can lift each other up. What are my Asian brothers, my Hispanic uh, sisters? What do you all think about this? Do you want to weigh in on it? Uh, you're a part of the conversation as well. Maybe you're Arab. Maybe you're Jewish. Uh, you know, maybe you're Persian. I'd love to hear from you as well. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. I've got Elaine on the line. She's in Washington, D.C., so let's go there. Hello, Miss Elaine. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking? So I'm thinking we should celebrate Black History Year all day, continuous, or every year continuously, uh, especially since the dynamics haven't changed. It's still blatant racism. And I think that um, everybody needs to be aware of all the significant contributions that Black people have made uh, to this country. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking that it hasn't really changed much, and therefore, because of the dynamics of racism, that Black History Month, which you would say it should be Black History Year, helps to uh, counterbalance the the dynamics of racism. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, that's what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to, to make sure that nobody ever forgets, you know, that we are, um, we, we everything should be equal, that we are an equal race. And, um, you know, they should really um, just get to know um, that we are a, a creative people. <laughs> yeah. No, I got it. I got it. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, chiming in today. Okay, Miss Elaine? Okay. Thank you. Blessings to you. You know, what I'd like to see is a multicultural history month. Um, I would love to see that. You know, there are different groups. There's Cinco de Mayo and there's uh, Asian Pacific Islanders Month and things of that sort. And this can go on and on and on. I'm not against any of it. I think it's all great. But wouldn't it be cool if there was one month, unless I don't know about it, maybe it's happening, I don't know about it, like a multicultural month where we all celebrate each other's cultures. Like we've done at my church, these uh, multicultural dinners, you know, these international multicultural dinners and our lobby would be full of all these foods and people like from Germany, they have up their flags and they have their table, which would have some German food. And then you go next to them and there's some Kenyan food and then some Nigerian food and then some Filipino food. And then they would, what they would do is you'd eat their food while they tell you about their culture. And they, they, there's a map and they show you where it is and you're eating uh, the foods. And so you're learning. It's almost like you're going from country to country. But these are all the different cultures that were represented in our church, over 60 different um, countries and nationalities represented. So instead of hiding and saying, yeah, we're all one in Jesus, which is true, we're all one in Jesus, but we're also very different in our oneness and unique in our oneness. And so to celebrate the the differences, I want to know um, about believers in China and, and, and what it's like to be a Christian in China and, and speaking Mandarin and what it's like to be uh, a, a Christian from Pakistan and, and and what is that like? What do you bring to the table? And to know that they're all represented in our body right here at Bridgeway just blesses my socks off. And guess what? They find out that when they can show us their culture, then they're willing to hear about ours. Because every culture has some suffering, every culture has some history. 
every culture has some struggle. And so they are more empathetic to the struggle that I might be going through or that people who look like me might be going through because we're able to share in theirs. Tell us about your people. Tell us about your history. Tell us about how your family immigrated uh, to this country and your DNA and, and your foods. And, and we all have bread, but y'all make yours different. You know, we all have chicken, but y'all make yours different. And so to be able to taste different spices, right? Oh my gosh. You know, you got curry over here. You got kimchi over here. You got soups over here. Breads over here. Y'all getting excited about just the beauty of culture and God did it. God created everyone in his own image, but they're all brought up in different zip codes, different regions of the world, different music, different styles, different clothing. And so guess what? I celebrate with you. You celebrate with me. So when it's my month, let me tell you about my history. And when it's yours, I want to learn about yours. But wouldn't it be cool if we had a multicultural one where everybody was saying, let's learn about each other's. Wow. Okay. I got excited talking about that. I became a preacher for a minute. When I come back, I'll be your returning radio talk show host. How's that sound? Got to go pay these bills. They, I'm going to do these commercials for three minutes and then I'm coming right back to you. I've still got maybe two or three open lines. If you want to grab them, get in where you fit in. The number 888-432-7434. I'll be right back. Hey friends, Tom Lewis here for Cross International with a big thank you to everyone who's been giving, calling, and going online to make your gift for children in the countries of Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua this month. Your gift this month, listen, a one-time gift of $64 provides food for an entire year, a full year, along with spiritual development, Christian education, so many other life-saving resources. You can make that kingdom impact right now by making a two-minute call and a one-time gift of $64 for each child. Two children, 128 five children, 320 Maybe you could be one of our world-changer givers with a $1,000 gift or more. The number, 866-222-9566, 866-222-9566, or cross international banner at wava.com. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the D.C. Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. HD radio listeners can hear WAVA-FM on 105.1 FM HD1. And hear us on our mobile app and on Radio.com. Happy birthday to WAVA. We're now 30 years old, reminding you to return to God and focus your life with Jesus Christ. WAVA. This is the radio station where faith and reason come together. Life-changing talk radio. 105.1 FM. WAVA.
there's one box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. Digitizing your old media stops fading, and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy, it works, and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBox to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBox to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBox. Well, Carl G. Woodson is the one who established a week-long celebration to encourage the coordinating of teaching of black history in public schools. He designated the second week of February as Negro History Week. Why do you think he designated the second week of February? Does anybody know? Of course, it turned into Black History Month, but it was first Negro History Week. It evolved into what is now known as Black History Month and protests around racial injustice and inequality uh, and anti-imperialism. They were all uh, occurring during many parts of the United States uh, during that time period. And so there was a a pivotal uh, time in our country where uh, there was this lifting up of the need for such equity. Of course, 50 years after the first celebrations, uh, President President Gerald Ford officially recognized Black History Month during the country's 1976 bicentennial. But February was chosen primarily because the second week of the month coincides with the birthdays of who? Abraham Lincoln and who? Frederick Douglass, white man and black man. Lincoln was influential in the emancipation of slaves, and Douglas was a former slave uh, and a prominent leader in the abolitionist movement, which fought to end slavery. So Lincoln and Douglas were each born in the second week of February, so it was traditionally a time when African Americans would hold celebrations in honor of emancipation. So there you go. You got some, uh, you got some history right there on Real Talk, didn't you? All right, let's go to uh, Sir James in Orlando, Florida. Hello, Sir James. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Big love, my brother. God bless and you. And I wish you and your listening audience the best at everything. Oh, okay. I am yes for black families. I am yes for the black history of black families. Mm-hmm. But I am also yes for the beginning of a black family bailout plan. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there. I wish you all the best at everything. I just hope the one who can make such changes here, because because of the 50-year history, mm-hmm. It's time now to have that done so that we can be multicultural. Hey, tell me what that means. A black family bailout plan. Explain. Bailout plan, yes. Uh, Having that done. There's there's people who have ancestors who were slaves Uh who had worked for free Mm -hmm. 
and there's been no restitution oh, for see. the lives of those who died as slaves. Got and it. we're here today wrestling the coronavirus and everything we're wrestling. The whole of flag of black history should come with a black family bailout plan. Oh, that's the truth. That's what's needed. God called it, and it's on its way. Huh. Amen. Thank you okay. for allowing you me got to it. speak. I'm so glad yes. you called. Thank you, Bless Sir you, James. Bro. All right. Bless you, man. Take care. Bye. Take care. I never heard it called that, but uh, it makes sense, right? Yeah, how do you do restitution? I think I want to do a whole show on on this, reparations, restitution, but I really want to wrestle it down. You know, how do you do it? Should you do it? Yes, okay, let's talk about that part, but then how do you do it? How can it be effective? Uh, wouldn't that be a great show to do? Tell me if you think it would be, by the way. You can always uh, call in. You can shoot me an uh, email. Remember, go to andersonspeaks.com, and you can hit my email address there. I'd love to hear because I always want to know what topics you guys uh, think I ought to hit and study and research, and how do I apply graces and all these different topics in the world. But, you know, I don't I don't know if I've really ever done a whole show on restoration or, uh, or uh, restitution. Of course, I've preached on Zacchaeus and restitution and with Sir James. James brings up, you know, sort of a bailout plan. I guess there's a bailout plan for the banks, right? And so he's like, hey, what about a bailout plan for the blacks, right? So anyway, it'd be interesting to hear uh, thoughts on that. Maybe I'll ponder that a little bit more, my friend. Thank you, by the way. Well, Jack's on the line. He's coming from Laurel. We haven't had a call from Laurel, Maryland today. Hey, Mr. Jack, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Well, um... Turn your radio down so there's not an echo, okay? Okay. Okay, can you hear me now? I got you. Okay, yeah, uh, I was calling um, real quick. I want to piggyback on the uh, other caller real fast. He was talking about restitution. You were talking about um, restitution for blacks. What do you think? Actually, O.J. Simpson's lawyer, I forgot the one who died during during the trial, but the black guy, I forgot his name. Uh, Johnny Cochran. Cochran, okay, yeah, Cochran. Yeah, John Cochran. Yeah, yeah, John Cochran already had one for us already. Really? Was it good? He had it down to the T. Yeah, he had it down. Yeah, huh. he had it down to the T. And then, and then I guess a year or so after that, he died. Well, he got killed. I, I, I don't know. I got cancer. But anyway, I, I want to talk about Black History. Um, black History Month, um, it, it's really a smack in the face. And then it shows that there is that there are two Americas because basically you are saying that we're not a part of America. I mean, what's his name said it um, a couple of weeks ago, the guy that's over, over the, um, yeah, over the, uh, I think he, missed, he probably misspoke Mitch McConnell, but go ahead. I get you. But maybe, right, it was, but, but it, maybe it he really meant to, I mean, you know what I'm saying? He tried to clean it up and he didn't do that well either, but I get your point. It's like blacks ain't really Americans, right? Right. And see, my point is behind it all is that, first of all, our first mistake is we don't even own our own history. Uh, Number Mm. two, Black History Month every year, they teach the same people. The number one person is Dr. Martin Luther King. You would never hear them ever speak about Malcolm X. You never hear them speak about uh, what's his name? Marcus Garvey. Turner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marcus Garvey. And, and the thing is that we don't even own our own history. Huh. And then it just shows that there are two Americas because how come we can have a white history month and then teach black history for the rest? But, but, but the bottom line is we are not meant to be a part of America. That's why they tell us certain things. Like, for instance, why are we, why are we singing the national anthem? That man who wrote it, 
that poem, he right. hated blacks. And then, and then <laughs> this, this is one thing I learned. This is oh, this Lord. is one thing I learned. I learned my African American history from David Chappelle's mom, Dr. Siam from PG College. Okay. She taught me one thing. She taught me one thing that made a difference in my life. She had us read a white history book about World War One and World War One written by a black author. It was totally different. Really? The man who really said Yes. Huh. The man who really saved the man who saved World War One, his name was Henry Johnson. They won't ever tell you about this man. Barack Obama gave him his Purple Heart. What he did, he fought against the Germans. He took on he, he took on thirty Germans by himself, mm. killed four of them. The other twenty six ran, and then uh, who was that? The uh, the French. We were on their side. The right, French right, right. came back and said, "Well, who did all this?" So then um, the Germans they ran back and said. Man, these fires are from hell. So they were known as the Harlem Hell Fighters. Wow. Hey, Jack, Jack, I got to keep the white history book. Yeah, I got to move to my break, Jack. Thanks a lot for your comment. But wow, it really does show that uh, even in the books that are being read. But his main point is we don't own our own history. Interesting, isn't that? Wow. Yeah, it's always Dr. Martin Luther King. And praise God for him, that's for sure. But there's more. There's more. Hey, listen, I'm coming right back. Hold on. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they mm-hmm. came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Hey, Rebecca, have your kids gotten their vaccine yet? No, not yet, Dr. Evans. I'm not sure it's safe for them. You have two teenagers and a four-year-old, right? Yeah, 13 and 15. Perfect. The vaccines are totally safe for kids 5 to 17. The CDC and FDA have approved them. But kids don't really get COVID, right? Or if they do, it's mild. No, more and more kids are getting COVID, and if they're not vaccinated, they could wind up in the hospital or with some bad long-term complications. Really? Oh, yeah. Your child is more at risk for short-term and long-term health issues from a COVID infection than a vaccine. Wow, I didn't know that. What about boosters for my kids? Should they get those too? Yes, but no sooner than five months after their second dose of the vaccine. Can my four-year-old get a vaccine? No, not yet. It's just for kids 5 to 17 years of age. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate the info. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Prince George's County, get vaccinated and get your booster shot so we can all be proud to be protected. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, 
church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Been talking about Black History Month. Should we continue to celebrate it or uh, maybe not? Maybe change up, do something different. Uh, what do you think about this? 888-432-7434. If you're just joining us, it's Tough Topic Tuesday, and this is a, a tough one, but I think we're handling it pretty well. What do you all think? Well, let's see what Deborah thinks. She's in Washington, D.C. Hello, Miss Deborah. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Dr. Anderson, I am well. And you sound like you're doing wonderfully. Hey, I'm alive and grateful, my sister, and I'm glad I'm hanging out with you today. I want to ask about the possibility of a united history of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. We would include all people of color. That would include the Chinese, of course, that did a lot of work, particularly yeah. on the Western Coast. Yeah. And... Well, and even include um, the genocide of the national, of the uh, Native American. natural Americans, yeah. Native Americans yeah. that were already here. We yeah. need to perhaps push the idea of getting all of the history. Yeah, I like and it. That, I like the idea. All these other things, and includes the Hispanic, because we do the Hispanic American thing too, and all of it. It's a United States, or can we get united? Yeah, they usually call. Think? They well, I, I not. I, I'm with you. I love the idea. I wonder, is there even a history book that has all of that? Uh, I'm sure you can double click on each one and get even more. Like if you have a few chapters on the Native Americans and on the Chinese Americans, you know that sort of thing. But it seems to me like there should be a book on each one of them, but a united book that gives you at least a cursory view of all of them. And if we have a good book like that, I don't know if we do, but I love the idea. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we need a united history. Yeah, yeah. And then giving the idea that the United States, there is a United States, but it's just not very unique. So right. we get a united history. Right. And, and to the to uh, I think it was Jack's point. Um, it can't just be two pages of Martin Luther King and, and call it Black History Month. No. You know what I mean? No. So yeah, no. th- thank you for your idea, though. Okay, Miss Miss Deborah. All right. You have a blessed day. Continuing. 
you too now. Thank you so much. A United History uh, textbook. I, I, I like that. Maybe there's one out there, and I haven't, you know, it's been a while uh, since I have looked at uh, the material that students are looking at these days. So it'd be interesting if you already know about that and you're like, Doc, that's already out and it's already being used in our school systems. Call me. Let me know. I'd love to know about it, okay? Cassandra's in Pikesville, Maryland. So let's go to Pikesville. Hello, Miss Cassandra. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Well, good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. I am well and yet holding on, as my friend says. <laughs> well, blessings to you. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, I'm calling because your conversation um, just a few minutes ago about um, um, the foods of different countries and mm-hmm. the languages of different people. Um, and it brought to mind the story of um, the Tower of Babylon. Yes, Tower of Babylon. I Babel. couldn't uh, recall exactly how that occurred and what the story is. Uh-huh. So I said, well, let me just call Dr. Anderson and see if he'll refresh me. Oh, thank you. Well, the Tower of Babel... Uh, was the human ingenuity of everyone trying to come together and build a tower or a temple uh, unto themselves uh, without without acknowledging the glory of God. And so this is what I call divine segregation. It took place in Genesis 11, and what God did is he confused the languages and separated people based on those languages because they were trying to come together to build a tower unto themselves. So I call that divine segregation. Then when you forward all the way to the New Testament and look at Acts chapter 2, when the Lord builds a new temple but not with hands called the church, I call that divine integration because what God does is he brings all those people groups back together again, people of many different languages and ethnicities coming together. But now, according to uh, chapter 2, verse 14 of Acts, They all declare the wonders of God. And so even though they're using their different dialects, they're all declaring the wonders of God. Tower of Babel, declaring the wonders of man. Tower of of declaring the glory of God is Acts chapter 2. Divine segregation, divine integration. What do you think about that? I think that's amazing. Thank you so much for your explanation. <laughs> and I will get I will look that up and read that in my Bible. I do definitely appreciate your help with that. You got it. God bless you, Miss Cassandra. And here's the good news. It says that they were devoted in Acts 2:42 to four things, uh to the apostles teaching, to uh prayer, uh to the breaking of bread and fellowship. Think about that. Breaking of bread and fellowship. Can you imagine what bread breaking and fellowship must be like when you have over 15 different ethnicities mentioned in that passage? Can you imagine people doing church together, giving God glory, and now they're eating together? What were all those foods like? Right. I know they were all in Jerusalem. So you had to have, you know, you had to have your falafel, right? <laughs> you had to have your, 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 your unleavened bread and all that. Okay, cool. But what else? What about the Ethiopians? What did they bring to the table? You know, even though they were in Jerusalem, uh, what did they bring to the table? How were they whipping it up and cooking it up? You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, we don't think about that. So when I think of an international dinner and what they were committed to, I want to know, wow, how did they use their spices? Because they were coming from all over uh, the land and the, the different places around the world. You can get excited about that, can't you? Hey, well, listen, I'm going to run to my commercial break. It's my last break. And when I get back, let's see if I can slide in one or two more before the end of 
the show. We'll be right back. Can you imagine a single mother in a country like Haiti, Guatemala, or Nicaragua trying to provide food, education, spiritual, and physical development for her children, and she earns less than a dollar a day? Most of us would say that's impossible, and it is. That's why Cross International is excited about the upcoming partnership to come alongside these families and help provide food for a full year, Christian education, and spiritual development for children in these Latin American countries and other nations where Cross is working. It only takes a one-time gift of $64 for each child to provide all of this and more. With so many children facing chronic malnutrition, lack of education, and spiritual development, would you prayerfully come alongside with your single gift of $64 or more right now and help one or more of these children thrive? Call Cross International right now at 866-222-9566. That's 866-222-9566 or go online to wava.com. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax Tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Kappel here, serial entrepreneur. I started my first business in the basement of a factory over 30 years ago. We had no heat and no air conditioning. Instead of customers, our office visitors were rats, birds, flies, and snakes. Our office flooded often, and we used blankets as our office walls. We were broke and needed help. That's why I created Patriot Software, to help small business owners with simple payroll for 1 to 100 employees. And if you need help, we will help you for free. Go to PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Tough Topic Tuesday. Should we continue Black History Month? Let's see what Miss Harriet's talking about in Fort Washington, Maryland. Hello, Miss Harriet. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing great, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for uh, allowing me to speak, and I enjoy your programs whenever I get a chance to <laughs> 
um, listen in. Thanks. And I'm calling. Um, I'm calling because I have a kind of a different view okay. and, um, on your concept of multicultural. Yeah. Um, um, I believe in. I believe in inclusion. Okay. Um, however. I definitely think, and we can have a multicultural day, and of course you talk about it for your church, right. but I would still like you to preserve a Black History Month. And the reason why I stand on that position is that unlike other ethnic groups that can kind of point yeah. to a country and point to their history, yeah. when we got brought over here, our history was destroyed. Right. So we don't have that same connection. I mean, we try to, you know, with Africa – but if you look at our DNA, yeah. if you ever do um, ancestry, it just sure. doesn't always track. You have yeah. all these multi things coming inside you, right. so it's kind of hard for us. Well, and it's so a continent; it's not a country. Our history begins here. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Right. That's so you're right. Like right. every other group, so I feel like our. Every other group has a country they can point yes. back to. You're absolutely right. I'm with you, Miss Harriet. I wouldn't say get rid of exchange one for the other, uh, but I would love to see a multicultural history month as well because i think it would add to the black history month in that when people get a taste of something then they'll want to know more about it and i think it would honor and respect black history month even more if we were all celebrating one another's histories but you make such a good point i'm with you on it we're the only people african-americans that don't have a country Uh, you know how do you go back to black you know what I mean? Like if, if you're Italian American, you have a country. If you're German American, you have a country, you know, but how do you go back to right. black? Where's black? I want to go back to black. You know, <laughs> like there's no place called black. And so the, you only get to Africa and that's a whole continent. So I'm with you, my sister. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to say, and as my young sons would tell me, we're called Adolf, um, of African descent of slavery. There's a distinction there because mm-hmm. even people who come here from Africa could become Americanized, right? Get their citizenship, but right. there's a distinction between us and them. Yeah. Um, I also what you call what you call it? So what you call it? Adolf. Spell it. Af- Adolf, African descendant of slavery. Slavery. Uh huh. Ados. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So that, that is a new term, right? Yeah. Right. Like, I okay, haven't heard changing. that. Okay, I'm, young people. Maybe changing again. Okay, young people. I hear <laughs> yeah, you. Okay. Young <laughs> right. And I want to say the final comment yes, ma'am. is that we also want to stay in remembrance of black history because of our, um, uh, our, our honor of God delivering us from such a tragic situation in, um, here in yeah. this country. Yeah. So I think you know, as being oppressed people, um, we we constantly have to remember how far God brought us and the fact of His deliverance. So, yeah, for me, just like, our black just like the Israelites, very, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. I and got we you. have to remember Him and thank God, right? And if we yeah. don't, if we forget that, then we're doing it. Well, and that that is a, that is a pro- that is a problem. Yeah, and that is a problem for our culture. We can't get away from God, and many many have. So, thanks for bringing that back to the forefront. I got to go, my sister. God bless you. Okay. Yes, thank you. God bless you all. And Heavenly Father, as we end the show, we just pray that your presence would stay with us and that this was stimulating for all of us, regardless of our color, our class, or our culture. We give you the glory for saving us and making us citizens of heaven. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, help your children. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.